Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 447 of Play Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Tafaya, uh, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar, or maybe this should be the Orange Sidewinder um, Safe Space. <laughs> uh, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Ed Levice. Yeah, I know what we've got planned for me this evening. It is not a safe space. Lovely. Okay. Uh, also, we'd like to welcome back our chief bar steward, who's had some time off. That'd be Grant Psychocow Woolcott. Yeah, yeah. I was just down refreshing the tanks. That's where I've been. I, it, I take it it needed a lot of cleaning out. Oh, you would not believe it. I mean, honestly, you let... Blooming Commander Thane in there for five minutes. You've got to wash all. You've got to flush everything. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, we also have uh, the wonderful Chris Mark Four. Hello. <laughs> and of course, we have our chief. Oh no, you're not a chief. You're a staff liaison officer, Commander Psychic. What? This is so. This is already surreal and super Scottish, and I am here for it. Should, should we give her a promotion and make her a uh, what would be what would be a, a head of department for HR kind of things? You could be chief staff liaison. You could just add chief at the beginning. Yeah, you chief could. liaison officer. But you know. Um. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So we're getting stuck on on blooming. Um, uh, titles now, so that, that's that's always a bad sign. So let's move on before HR gets involved. Um, now, if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in game in open. Which, uh, what are you up to, Ben? I am going to leave, mm -hmm. um, and then as a bit of a spoiler, during last week we went off and said 
what imaginative ways could you think of for killing somebody? Yes. And apparently I, I might be volunteer slash volunteering myself to be a guinea pig for, for certain assassination attempts in creative ways. So basically you are testing the boundaries of health and safety as per your job title. Something like that, maybe, yeah. Mm. Excellent. Uh, but basically at the moment I'm going to be propping up the bar and lace station trying to fortify myself. Okay, so um, if you want to kill Ben, walk up to him, arrange, but you've got to basically kill him in the most imaginative, wily coyote way possible. Oh, actually, I do have one request. If anybody has packhounds, I want to see if you can shoot packhounds into me as I try and run into the station. That is something I would like to try. So you're playing into the station, but you want someone to shoot at you. I want somebody to shoot packhounds at me, and I want the packhounds to see. I want to see if packhounds will chase me into the station. Oh, is that is that a single shot thing, or are you looking for someone to? No, no, okay, I can't even do it. I can't. Bye. Would you like to complete that sentence, Grant? No, I, I think is 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 something on the lines of of unloading. It, no, I'm not no. even go there. <laughs> It, it's not where we want to take this show for the moment. Right. <laughs> if you can't get to us in-game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. You can click on the live chat, or you can go straight to twitch.tv slash laveradio, or Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. We've, we're, we're broadcasting. Uh, we are not well. on Twitter no more. We're not? No, we have left, we have left Twitter. We've left um, the books first. Well, we, we, we've left Twitter and we've set up a potential emergency escape route over on Kick and reserving that name. Gross. Uh, so, pardon? Gross. Gross. Ugh. Scum. Scum and villainy, etc. What's on Twitter? I don't know. Uh, I mean, apples to oranges, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Still fruity. Mm. <laughs> um... But, you know, I know it's it's a place that a lot of other streamers have been going to uh, because of certain unfavourable terms and conditions that may or may not get enforced. And it's probably a good idea to reserve our name anyway. Fair enough. Okay, um, so there you go. That's that's where we are. That's what we're, where we're broadcasting. So let's quickly go around the team, see what they've been up to for the last week. And this week, any mini manual, I'll start with the Chris Mock 4. Um, I have not been up to a ton this week. I am about to go away on my holidays, so of course, naturally, everything at work is now wanting to get done this week and immediately. Um, but uh, out of uh, work, been enjoying the sort of last remnants of sunshine before it all turned to thunder uh, earlier in the week. Um, and Sunday was my usual radio nonsense. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's been about it for me. I've I've just been really, really busy the last uh, couple of weeks, which has been really, really annoying. Um, in game, I am uh, still working my way through the engineers and trying to make my ships a lot better because of my target of getting into the maelstrom. Uh, so I'm currently flying around doing some material trading to to get all the bits of of raws and things that I need. Oh, oh, I remember that. In fact, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what, what I've had to suffer later. Let's go over to Psykid. Oh, am I still, am I still here? That's the main question. Yeah. Are you still, are you improved? 
Um, uh, oh, oh that's, a very, that's a very good question. Um, yes, in that I can set up and I can do things. Okay, that's a good start. Well, yeah, which is a good start. In moderation, um, I um, I have bought myself a back brace that seems to be doing seems to be be doing wonders in keeping me upright rather than um, resembling resembling some kind of crazy old hunched lady. Which you know, um, mm. I'd rather I didn't look. I, I wasn't walking with a hunch because that doesn't help anything, and it's only going to exacerbate things. But you know. Um, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a bit of a nightmare. I'm not gonna lie, especially with like the this summer that we've that well, I've had planned and um, the stuff that I've been that's been going on. It's just been the worst possible time for me to just like honestly. I've been fine, and then I randomly just stood up to go and get my phone when it was ringing, and as I stood up, my back just went. Oh no, you don't want to do that. And then I was I couldn't. We got in the car and drove somewhere, and then when we got to the car park and I went to get out of the car I couldn't move and, and like the whole of the um, the whole of like that time when I just wasn't able to physically do anything for like, um, for seven months just came went flooding through my brain so it was like panic more panic and okay how can we fix this so that doesn't happen um, uh, so we we um, sorted we sorted ourselves. Um, I, I've been just um, trying to be as careful as possible, um, which means that I've had a pretty boring couple of weeks. I've watched an awful lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> um, some of the old series, because it's just something nice to have on on the TV and not like hate everything about it. Um, uh, we watched an awful lot of that. We watched, I finally caught up with, um, Thor Love and Thunder, which is all right. It's not, it's not terrible, but it's all right. Um, uh, what else have I watched? The, the first episode of Secret Invasion, which is not very good at all in the slightest. Oh, right. Um, I did, I, I, I'm sorry. Like other people might, might, it might scratch those itches for other people, but it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, for, I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a, a little bit contrite, but hey, you know, there's loads of different ways to, um, to think about that. I haven't really done anything in game because it, it kind of hurts to use it, it. I've been doing any games that I've been doing have been games that have involved minimal arm movement. And I'm sort of like eking my way back into playing um, other games. I have, however, um, it's been Steam Next Fest. So there's been a shit ton of demos available. So I've been um, dabbling in lots of different space game demos, which have been awesome. Really, really, a lot of them have been incredibly good so that's nice um having have having had an excuse to maybe have a look at different avenues and different games finish the expedition in no man's sky and i kind of want to play some elite maybe later in the week and see how i get on with it but that's that's about it i have been paying attention to what's been going on though oh that's good i'm glad i'm glad, I'm glad one of us has been uh okay let's pop over to uh psycho cow have you been I'm doing fine, actually. Not too bad at all. Um, for anyone that's been following the bizarre side, you know, the saga of the bathroom, it's still not done. Um, <laughs> it turned out I found a bit of a, a legal get-out clause, because apparently my house doesn't exist, so therefore I have no bathroom to finish. So I think that means it's finished in that sort of empty set rules. 
Um, you mean the negative cancels, cancels out a negative, you mean? Or becomes I a think so. I think you can't finish a kitchen if the, the sorry or a bathroom if the building that it's in doesn't legally exist. Uh, <laughs> and if it doesn't legally exist, I don't think I'm obliged to uh, do uh, anything. It's Schrodinger's <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> it feels like it, uh, which is why I just pee in the garden. But the um, <laughs> it's the end is in sight. Well, it's not actually just this current end to this current problem. Just to find out what the next one is. So apparently, you've got to give a blood sample or have a genetic analysis or give up your firstborn, your secondborn, and your thirdborn. Which, frankly, solicitors, I'm up for. <laughs> Um, what do you mean? But yeah, have got to give up their firstborn. Yeah. Oh God, no. Um, crikey, I don't know. I'd be good if he did something. Uh, <laughs> and what's really good is, you know, we we do have the they've been following the complete process, and one of the complaints was the absolute shockingly poor contact uh, and responses that we were getting from him. And yeah. they um, have since just just last week confirmed that they've found validity in our case and when they approached the solicitors for comment they uh, didn't respond (laughs) (laughs) so so we'll see how that one goes, it's just an awful lot of stress that frankly this year we don't need and uh, in the current climate when people are struggling to get mortgages and remortgages done uh, and we're sitting here with a house that we've owned for 8 years that doesn't legally exist and all but for paperwork and silliness. Um, it will be resolved at some point. I don't know if I'll get it done in time for it to make a difference. But other than that, um, that's just, you know, life stuff. We got our, our second gorgeous animation came out and it was uh, part one of a story. I don't know what the story is, so that's quite interesting. And the animation, again, is stunning. Um, I've been doing some elite, not much. I'm trying to do... Thargoid uh, ground battles. Mm-hmm. I spent the whole day trying to find out how to get the missions so that you can do these uh, reactivate missions, and they're brilliant fun. This is now my third one, and all right, that's I good. just I got so far along in my SRV and thought I better just check and make sure that I've got the power uh, <laughs> in, oh, uh, on me this yeah on me this time because it wasn't on me the last time, and I stopped and I don't. So I'm now just currently heading back to far enough away to get my ship back so I can get it out of the ship. And I bet you it's not there. I bet you the three missions, because I stacked them, I only got one, and uh, that's me screwed. I thought you could get it out of the SRV. I thought when you transferred, it automatically transferred to the SRV. Ain't here. Oh, okay. So I think possibly stacking the missions has um, scuppered me. Yeah, I don't don't stack those missions because... Uh, of um, its performance in the past. <laughs> I just do them one at a time. Uh, all right, well, I'll just go into the... Set- I think I'll just go in for a glorious death at the settlement then. <laughs> but yeah, I've been enjoying... I enjoy the, the, the ground combat. It is an awful lot of fun. And the sneaking around the mission and not going through the scanners takes you back to ZX Spectrum Spy versus Spy mode, you know? Hiding <laughs> in the shadows and staying out of the spotlight. It's It's great fun. Yeah, they've, they've managed to nail that that stealth element on this one, from what I've seen, because I have not been able to personally play this one yet, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, I don't know if Ben remembers we did we tried to teach Fozza how to do the stealth missions, 
and um, it was like, so we sit up here, and then it's like, where's Ben? And there's Ben setting off all the alarms. So we died in that one, and we thought, right, we'll mm-hmm. try this again. This time we'll, we'll show Fozzie how to do it right. We didn't complete a single one. Not a single one. By where's Ben? You By where's Ben? I assume you mean where's Fozzie? No, it was you. Was it, you know, it was you that set it off. I was sitting up on the hill. You're talking about the one where you got to go and sneak into the base. Yes, I was sitting up on the hill doing sniping. Uh, I hate. I, said, do it. I hate anyway. to point this out. Ben, Ben's right. I'm afraid it's Fozzer that just shouted Leroy Jenkins and just ran <laughs> that in. Was, that was the second time. And then there was the third time where you blew me. <laughs> oh no! Ben ran me over with the SRV. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> This does that does sound familiar. That's what you know. This is the whole key point of gaming, in, in my mind, anyway, is when you play with people and it is it brings hilarity and it's the shenanigans pain. in it. It is, and if a game allows you to to do that, it's doing something right. And Elite has got that by the bucket load. Yes, excellent. Right. Uh, well, okay. Let's move over to see how Ben's been doing. So. I Bear in mind, remember, remember that Craig is running, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I don't want to jinx it, but I, I may have bought a house. Easy, um, easy. That's amazing. Uh, Congratulations. Um, we've got everything set up for a completion date of Monday. So oh, good. So long as nothing and the solicitors have already got all the things that they need from me, but just because of the solicitor of all the things and I've got, I've dotted all the. I've dotted all of my eyes. It does not mean things can't still go tits up, as we all know. So yeah, and, until those those contracts are yeah, exchanged, nothing are, can happen. Yeah. So f- fingers crossed, but we'll see. Um, I had lots of fun playing in the like in the park, basically with my with my kids over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I watched Secret Invasion and fucking loved it. What? Um, I thought it was a great setup. I loved how it's like, you don't know who anybody is. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. No, that's not spoilers. That's not spoilers. That's the whole premise of the show. Oh, is it? I I love how you don't know what anyone is, whether they're human or alien. Oh, my God. I appreciate the fact that you you say it's shit, and I think you're wrong, and you can appreciate <laughs> that I think I say it's awesome, and you can think I'm wrong. No, 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 I'm not appreciating that. It's dire, well, You can mate. feel sick about it, but that's that's okay as well. Um, <laughs> I also watched Strange New Worlds, and, okay, I mean, if, if, if Secret Invasion's a six or seven, that episode, mm. I think the most recent episode of Strange New Worlds is a solid 10, possibly mm. even 11. Uh, it yeah. was a really great return to classic Star Trek. Mm. Yeah, Star Trek's um, really knocking it out of the park at the moment, which is, is with, good to with see. With Strange New Worlds, they are anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I was don't know. Oh, my God. Sorry. That was absolutely great. Um, oh, oh, I've been watching... Um, Oh, what's it called again? Uh, I've been watching Black Mirror because I know that they did season six of that after absolutely ages, and I also watched one episode of that. Um, Will yeah, and yeah, that was a that was a nice return to form. Um, I did get up to some shenanigans in another space game 
last night where basically we were trying to fire very, very large missiles into inside the docking bay of not the interested. space stations there. Not interested. It's another space game. Um, not interested. Yeah. I know, I know. Other space games don't exist. And the fact that other space <laughs> games don't exist is proof that Elite Dangerous is a dead game. And you are not allowed to enjoy more than one space game. Damn it! Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a really good point. We need to make sure that everybody's aware of yeah, it. Yeah, everybody needs everybody to know. If you needs like to Elite, delete all of their other you space know, games. You, if you like Elite, you are not allowed to play No Man's Sky. It's just, oh, it's just shit. You know, I'm just sorry, but it's got to be. Yesterday. I can't, I can't no, you, you, you shouldn't have even started the expedition, you traitorous <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh, shit. So there's the guy who loves to play Citizens of the Stars. Yeah. Mm. yeah and, and I also love to play Rimworld. And oh, I was play, um, I've also tried Spaceship Sim- Simulator or something like that. Um,. You know, basically, fun, funnily enough, if it's a space game, especially if it's a, some kind of space simulator game, I might enjoy it. I, don't I know believe, why. I believe it was my 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 wonderful sister Katiana who once um, advised me that space is the tits, and she's quite right. Yeah, um, that sounds like um, it should be a t-shirt. Space is the tits. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just like you know if you like Star Wars you're not allowed to like Star Trek Christ's sake, and we'll not even get to talking about Vim versus or uh, Vi versus Emacs. Um, okay, you lost me on that one. You come on, you're a coder. You have to know about Vi and Emacs. Oh, I get on about editors. Yes. Oh, for God's sake! Just move on. <sighs> Um, I use Nano. I, I do like Nano as well. Yeah. I use a pad with a pen. Yeah, and I agree with Nephilius. W, WQ Bang. Uh, yeah, and anyone who uses notepads does his own to burn in hell. Especially for coding. <laughs> anyway. Plus, plus is yes. all right, though, right? Asking for a friend. Plus, plus, sorry? <laughs> Notepad plus, plus. <laughs> Uh, I, I would accept Notepad plus plus as long as you're using dark mode. Notepad plus plus is a dark mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! Depends right. on what you write. <laughs> oh man! Right. Well, moving on from there, uh, let's have a quick think about what I've been up to. Um, is my twin? It was my twenty-third win- wedding anniversary over the weekend, so me and the missus went out and got horrendously drunk. Um, so, <laughs> thankfully, the kids the kids did get a look into this. We it's just me and the missus out in Manchester, and I just found out how expensive a night out in Manchester actually is these days. And uh, ooh, ow! Um, <laughs> apart from that, in game. Um, I have been doing, well, I did, got my power play stuff out of the way, as per usual. Um, and then I've decided, oh, I will go and do those same missions that Cal's trying to do, but couldn't find any. So then I stupidly then said to myself, right, I don't have the 16-ton um, corrosive cargo rack. So let's go and start getting doing that. And, oh, my God. Is it? This is. Uh, it's awful. <laughs> I'm just finding out. All right. Okay. So I need. To, 
I need this, which is the the stuff you get from Daft's Hope. That's fine. Or your alternative is go and blow up innocent T9s. Oh, okay. Lovely. And then, oh, no, you've got to get this stuff, and you can only use it if you're doing passenger missions. Oh, right. Okay. So, oh, and you've got plenty of iron, haven't you? Uh, no, I've used all my iron up from um, doing a whole load of uh, engineering lately. Oh, great. More ironing. <laughs> Great. So, yes, I'm finding out that um, it needs to be a little bit more um, a little bit more of my time than I was expecting. So, but, yeah, I need that 16 tonnes. I need that 16 tonnes. But another news, um, I managed to get Elite Dangerous working on an iPad. How did you manage to do that, Colin? Using a Xbox controller, because I didn't know that you could link an Xbox controller directly to an iPad now. So you can actually control any game you want with an iPad, uh, with an Xbox controller. And then good old GeForce Now runs on an iPad. How do all the keybinds work with that? Because Elite's got so many different keybinds to make things work. Oh, I've always been able to use a, an Xbox controller to do a uh, to fly my ships. You end up having to do multiple combinations of different <laughs> different things. Um, and trust me, it's off. <laughs> okay, galaxy map, hold down Y, then left arrow. Or system map. Or, or if, if you want your lights on, all right, Y, Z, and trigger. There you go. <laughs> that, that feels like a lot. Um, yeah, um, I, I, con- congratulations, I guess. Um yeah, it, it, it means it means that at at midday at work, when everybody is, else is is basically complaining about the fact that we're not allowed to run games anymore, I'm in the corner at the moment playing Elite Dangerous at lunchtime with a gamepad. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Why do you? How do you play when you're on? When you're on your um, home computer and you're doing playing Elite on your home computer, where are yes. you? Um, where are you playing it there? What are you doing with it there? What, I'm playing it with a full with a full with a full hotas and a large monitor and uh, or, or a or the XR Elite headset. Do you not find mm-hmm. that it is do you, do you find it difficult switching between the two? Not at all. Really? Not at all. I suppose I, if you keep up at both of them, if you if you maintain doing both of them because it becomes easier, but um, I tried using a controller a little while back mm-hmm. um, after doing, starting playing the game, playing for three years just with a controller, then switching to HOTAS for two or two and a half years, and then trying to go back to controller. That was a nightmare. But well, I suppose no- if you're doing it more often, you're keeping it up on both sides, juggling both different controls. Well, the thing is, I've still got the muscle memory for when I was playing it on the Xbox, so yeah. I have spent a lot of time actually resetting the controller up how I remember it being on the Xbox. The problem that I have had is that G- I'm only using a free GeForce Now account, so you only get an hour a day. Well, that's lunchtime, that's fine. Yeah, but the, for the first... For the first two sessions, first of all, my hour was taken up with it downloading live and getting rid of legacy. And then the next hour, well, the next hour and a half, I have been basically setting up the controls how I like them. (laughs) So I've only actually had about four game sessions 
genuinely out of seven so far because all the rest of it has just been setting it up and working. Um, but you do have to have quite a, a decent um, internet connection. And the one problem is... Well, I'm being told it's an hour per session, not an hour a day. But the problem is <laughs> I've only got an hour for lunchtime. And even then, I'm waiting about ten, five to ten minutes to wait for a new machine to be free. So, yeah. So normally at 10 to 1, I actually kick it off quietly in the background. And then hopefully I'll have a machine ready for me at 1. A virtual machine, rather. Yeah. That, that's, that, uh, I mean, congratulations. <laughs> Someone sounds sort of, I should sound impressed, but I'm not really. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't really do portable gaming that isn't on my phone and some nonsense, um, like nonsense New York Times puzzle wordle kind of things. Um, I don't really do mobile gaming unless it's that. I can't imagine. Oh, I could look. Don't get me wrong. Doing that I, kind I, of thing. I haven't got it on an iPhone or an iPhone. No, 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 on a, on a tablet. It's yeah, too they're, small. They're, oh, oh, 100%. Definitely, you're, you're absolutely accurate. I just don't, I, I just can't see myself going, oh, I'm going to log on to a tablet for a proper gaming session. It just seems, it feels wild. <laughs> you've obviously not, oh, well, because you've never even played um, uh, any of the sort of Dungeons and Dragons Baldur's Gates on the iPad, have you? No. Or, no, why would I when I have a PC? Ah, right, fair enough then. Well, you're on holiday. I, see, this is the thing: what happens? I don't take a massive com my massive computer with me on holiday, and I still get the gaming itch. So I end up playing these things on the uh, on the iPad, which is quite good compared to the PC. Actually, the the iPad version of Baldur's Gate, which is fair one, fair enough. Mm. Uh, ben. You've got a question. Yeah, so you've you uh, congratulations, Colin. Welcome to 2017. Um, I've this is essentially what I've been doing for a while as well, uh, or at least up until I basically I went off and s I stopped using Shadow um, about a year and a bit ago because I just wasn't using it enough. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was using Shadow, it was absolutely freaking amazing because it allowed you to basically do just this. Um, and yes, I could play on my phone and my PC or my tablet. Um, GeForce Now is awesome because it allows you to do, it allows you, it's, it gives you an app for free, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, there are, you can obviously, you can pay for it and jump straight on. Uh, there are other cloud computing services as well. Uh, well I haven't found one as good. Is a, is one that's based, it's actually based out of the Ukraine. Um, but obviously, following things, stuff has been moved about a little bit. Uh, and there are other places as well, obviously. Um, Shadow is absolutely amazing from a technical perspective because they basically give you a proper, you know, you, you log on and you've got a full-on Windows 10 box. Uh, whereas, as you know, obviously with GeForce, you say, I would like to play Elite when you let me, please. <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas, obviously, with, with a proper Heroes of Virtual Cloud PC, you go off and you install Elite, and that's on you then. Uh, it allows you to play whatever you want. But it is honestly, it's so liberating. Like, you could, you know, I, I was able to basically 
play Elite if I wanted to on my it was a Galaxy Note, I think it was, with a Xbox controller. And I did set it up so I had auto takeoff and auto land. Mm-hmm. I would not want to go and do combat or anti anti xeno stuff in it. But for doing, say, bulk haulage or some kind of trucking, it was great because I would just jump into a Type 9 or a cutter and I would take off, buy the stuff, or take off, fly to where I want to go, buy the stuff, land, rinse and repeat. And it worked absolutely brilliantly, even over like a 4G, 5G phone on the bus or on the train. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, it was great, but I could not justify shadow. Shadow went basically from uh, get a full Windows 10 PC with I think it was 12 gig of RAM or something like that for I want to say it was between 12 and 14 quid a month. Yeah, and then they got bought over by a, some other company, and that basically they went off and said, "Yeah, you know how you're paying 14 quid a month? Well, we now want 30 quid a month from you." Uh, yeah, that, I went, yeah, I can't justify that. Yeah, it's it's pretty um, it's it's pretty bad, especially when you compare it to uh, uh, GeForce Now, which is at the moment running at nine pound a month for its priority and eighteen pound yeah. a month for its ultimate. So, yeah, and some of the specs yeah. that you get on this it does look to be it's quite really good. good. Um, I would, if I was going to do one, I'd probably seriously consider Boostroid because they're a little bit smaller and they allow me to play Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption and I think Minecraft, which Shadow which GeForce Now does not. Well, uh, GeForce Now doesn't allow you to, to do Minecraft. I don't think it allows you to play Minecraft or the Rockstar games. Oh. That's a weird one. Um I think Rockstar basically said, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Another thing I would like to try if I haven't tried it is apparently, if you have your desktop PC on, apparently you can do some kind of stream, Steam, s- Steam streaming from mm. your desktop PC to your mobile device. But that's something I haven't tried. Oh, that's is that using um, Nvidia Shield? It might be Nvidia Shield, but I think I think it was a stream thing, a Steam thing. Sorry, a Steam thing. Um, yeah. But it's not something. It's something I think I've heard about, but I've not tried investigated or anything like that um, yeah i was looking into that when uh you could actually stream stuff from the mobile to your uh to uh, from steam into your mobile headset and then of I course steam split link. it in half I'm sure, i think it's called steam link but again as i say i haven't tried it the steam link was the um wasn't the steam link the the little mini console that you had yeah, but I have one of those. Put, it's good fun. You can put that onto your TV or on your monitor. You can put that onto your phone or your tablet. Might be an app for it now. You might and, be right. Yeah, there is an app for it. I've just found out um, there is an app for it, and it basically it allows you to do something. I've just never played it. Well, the upshot of all this okay, is as as as, okay, as it's a, connecting to my computer. Lovely. Um. And now it's testing testing my computer. <laughs> cool. I, I know this is exciting content for everyone. It's definitely not. What were you saying, Colin? 
Yeah, I was going to say, the upshot of all this is is that I now have my old Xbox Commander playing back on an Xbox, thanks to the wonders of GeForce now, because it runs in the Edge browser that you get with um, with your Xbox. So, yay, I, my, my Commander's back flying, flying towards Colonia. The Silver Sidey flies again. Incredible. <laughs> Hello. Hello, what was that? <laughs> that was Steam Link saying, what would you like to do? Jeez. Oh, wow, I've even got, it even comes like with a little virtual controller. That's cute. I mean, the whole upshot of all this is that I didn't know that you could use an Xbox controller with an iPad, and now I do, and it's just revolutionised my gaming experience on the iPad. So, yes. Um, well, that took a lot longer than I was expecting. But then again... Excuse me. Psychic. Yeah, what up? Ah, sorry, you can play No Man's Sky on your on your mobile phone. On my phone. Oh, congratulations, mate! Why don't you use your PC? Because you I know, know you, you have one of those. No, oh I don't. God. I definitely don't. <laughs> I have a PC that is perfectly capable of playing games. I have a laptop. Well, hello, game, hello games are probably listening to that. Oh, we haven't got it on the Android phone yet. Damn, that's a platform we haven't put it on. Well, they can they can certainly they can certainly try. <laughs> Knowing sure them, they actually will. I'm pretty sure it's available on those smartphone boxes that you get on the streets now. It's, uh, you can play it on your fridge. <laughs> yeah, smart fridges, everything. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a choice here. I've got Doom. Oh yeah, and and no mask. <laughs> What, on your smart fridge? On your smart fridge, yeah. <laughs> right, well, moving on to development news. What have the devs said this week? You know, we really need a tumbleweed at this moment no, in time. We, we, we've discussed it forever, not including it when there's nothing that the devs say, because we're, obviously the devs are working on shit, and there is stuff going on, so there's no point, no point in us including it if they're not giving us any information as well. Yeah. I, I was upset when I found out that... Um, Paul didn't give us any of his gems. That, that that made me a sad panda. I think, isn't he going to every two weeks with those? I think... I, I, I get, know he did I, last time, but I didn't know if it was an official thing. I wonder I wonder if it's just because we we, we get like maybe two through a week if we're lucky. Like, mm. it, Yeah. I mean, a, a big, a massive page of comedy goal from Paul? Fine by me. I'm happy to wait two yeah. weeks for it. <laughs> Which right. Which is suggesting we can get No Man's Sky and the Abacus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's what it's missing, isn't it? It's just right. Okay. Uh, well, moving on from there, let's have a quick look, catch up with what the what's been happening in the community. And I'm afraid to say, um, well, let, let's just start off with the Thargoid War. The Thargoid War has been, um, well, it's turned a corner because the Thargoids are now in their second week of being pushed back. Their bubble share is now 4.87%, down from 5.1%. Um, there are 34 alert systems this week, which I think most of them have already been dealt with. Four invasions, which I know the AXI have almost cleared the whole lot. We have 65 systems which they either repel, repelled the invasion or recaptured the system. And we have 21 in recovery. So, yeah... Wintermute has now said that he's going to dig out his old Casio FX7000G and get Snow Man's Sky working on that. Oh, God. I did, I did use... To, did, okay, sorry, I know, where, I know where 
getting off topic. Did anyone else use to program games on the graphic calculator? There's no topic. No, it's not even a marathon. This is a um, gigantic clusterfuck, but by all means, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, right, so uh, that's that's the state of the Thargoid War at the moment. Um, we're pushing the bugs back, apparently, which is, I suppose, a good sign. Um, right, there have been some changes at the Anti-Xeno Initiative. Um, Commander McGann, McGram rather, has uh, decided to uh, step down, uh, and he's been taken over by. Right, okay, everyone, charge your glasses here because this is gonna this is gonna be a bad one. Araburinus Stormrage. Your guess at the pronunciation is as good as mine, but uh, they have now taken. He's t- now taken over the AXI and we be running it going forward. So congratulations to to them and thanks to Commander M. Graham for running the AXI for. Oh, it must be at least two years. So, um, Psychit. Hi. Hi. Hi, that's you, me. You've got something happening this Saturday. Yes, it's a lovely meet-up on Saturday. Um, we we go into a pub in Bristol and having a couple of drinks. There's a fair few a fair few folks um gonna gonna be there. Um I'm really excited about it. It was another reason why I was so gutted that two weeks ago my back decided to go. Um but yeah, we've got it. Um it's ha- it's happening on um on Saturday at like one o'clock in a beer garden in in a really really nice pub in Bristol that I cannot fucking wait for. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Will there be any familiar faces there, or uh, what what do you mean? Well, have you got anybody? It's a meetup of commanders. It's not like a big. It's not like it's nothing fancier than that. It's a. It's just going to be a meetup of commanders and folks having a couple of drinks. There's no big lineup or exclusives or anything. It's just a couple of drinks or like seventy. For sake of argument, will you be there, psychic? Fuck yeah, I will. Chris Mark Fall, will you be there? Terms and conditions apply. I'm looking at trains at the moment. Yes. Grant, will you be there? Probably not. As much as I'd like to. Spirit. Spirit. I I tell you what, Grant, just hop on a plane. It'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What I'll do is I'll just mute my mic and you'll hear me. It'll be fine. That's my point. I know for a fact I can't be there because it's my it's my wife's twenty first birthday party. That that, um, that that's absolutely fine. I've had a fair few people. So, yeah, and we've got I, I a, quite a few people saying it. that they're um, like, let me know that they're coming and all of that kind of stuff. I'm super excited about Ooh. it. It's going to be a lot. Actually, most important thing, more than anything else, Artie will be there, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all. That's. Does anything else matter? Clearly, and he will be wearing his rainbow bow tie. <laughs> and he's getting a haircut tomorrow, so he's going to be Velvet Thunder as well. It's going to be perfect. Yeah, psycho cow. Yeah, oh, just, just thinking there because you know, obviously if we we cast our minds back to the pre uh, on air discussion that people didn't hear. Uh, how badly do you want Ben to be there? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> we have really Ben. <laughs> Oi, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, is he going to be there as well? He's he's with us I always. He is omnipotent. Always good for the for helping out with the beers. Uh, warm up act for Artie. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh dear. Now you've got some expeditions that you'd yes. like to talk to talk about Psychic as well. Um, well, I do because I thought, oh, actually, you know, I gu- I guarantee you that these boys won't have looked in, on EDSM and seen if there's any expeditions planned. No. There are <laughs> some there are some exhibi- expeditions that are going underway very very soon. On the first of July, so also Saturday, there is a, a memorial expedition for Commander Plater that's starting from um, Hiller. Um, mm. It's got five waypoints. It looks like it's like a, um, a month or a month and a half's worth of. Um, uh, of trips, um, five different waypoints. Looks like a looks like a cool um, a cool thing. Um, they're doing they're doing some um, some jumps and stuff for that, which is awesome. Um, you love to see it. There's also um, Operation. Let's have a look at this one. Operation Eham. Um, from the Eham Network, um, they're doing um, an exped- expedition stellar cartograph- um, cartographic skilled. Um, that's three waypoints starting on July the eighth. So there's um, there's that we can do that. We can there's there's that one that you can do as well. But go and check them out on EDSM. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, I think we'll have a. A quick ad break, and uh, we'll come back with some more stuff. Get ready. L-A-V-E Radio. There's bargains, bargains, bargains at Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses, but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages, now two for the price of one. A pack of assorted meat steaks, now with 50% more meat at half the price. How about chops? A surprising meat chops, now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper, it's a family of four. No, 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 that should say feeds a family of four, right? Stick to the script, Claire. It says it's a family of four. Okay, I'll stick to the script. Yeah, you do that. It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the station mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low. We all know what it's like. You're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off. Oh no, not again. That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of Admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10 credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000 credit assault rifle. They fly away with their super glue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Ari's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. Hello, I'm Ari. Flairy's mine. After a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders since 3307, I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. 
Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee, when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched, along with our patented Cadaver Scoop 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow, the bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing and more. My plan's operational again. Thanks, Aries Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Aries Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Cadaver Scoop 150 disposal bags sold separately. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. And welcome back. Well, we're going to touch on the in-game events which have happened this week. Um, as usual at the moment, things seem to be a little lighter than, than we've been used to, but um, there has been plot developments. Um, first of all, Aegis has won the community goal as if there was a surprise. Um, it managed to get quite a lot more than um, the... Um, that other pl- that other system that shall not be named, <laughs> and uh, yes, so they have won the Titan materials for the Xeno Research community just, goals. Just to clarify, though, Azimuth's yes. campaign still completed, so they it's still something that is happening. Um, because um, Azimuth were promising weapons, while Eegis were promising, um, survivability. Um, I, I believe, or researchy type stuff, as Aegis I want to do. Um, yeah. So, so it wasn't it. What it's one of those CGs where it wasn't like a, they were in direct competition with um, each other in the way that if one completed, whichever one completed first, the other one wouldn't, wouldn't get anything. Both mm. of them completed, so they both got what they needed. But they, it's just making a note of the fact that Aegis. Got substantially first. more. Got substantially yes. more. Yeah. I got a sneaky suspicion that some people were there going, okay, well, we've got Aegis over the line. I could really do with some more weapons, though. <laughs> Better get Azimuth over the line as well. So it was it was double the amount. It was a low intake of commanders anyway because of the nature of the... Yeah. Um, and I, I know you probably talked about this last week. I wasn't here last week. My apologies. Mm. Um, because of the nature of um, picking up the... Uh, of, of what you have to do to pick up the things. It's very end-gamey um, retrieval kind of stuff. It's not, it's not like one of those things like a brand new commander can't jump in, into it and go, hey, let's go and collect these, or which... Um, Mm, upset me slightly because I feel like CG should be a really a good way to introduce folks to um, the, the the more multiplayer experience to some extent of um, of Elite because power play is confusing um, and it, it's a nice like entry entryway into the more multiplayer aspect and if you're putting it behind this skill wall I say skill wall behind this unlocking like a shit ton of things so you can. Um, yeah. Yes. So you can access it. It makes it problematic for newer players and for the whole player base to gain that experience. That said, twice as many individual commanders um, did stuff for Aegis rather than Azimuth, which I am so proud of, all of the commanders who did that. Um, I, but I imagine there were quite a few commanders who 
as you were saying, did did some for Aegis, got them over the line, and then went, okay, we'll do some for Azimuth as well, so we can play both and get the rewards from both. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I had the problem with, I, I kept on getting glaived. Every time I tried to uh, do anything for Aegis, uh, basically, <laughs> my ship got cut to pieces with glaives, by glaives, and uh, my the, the trick that Alec Turner was suggested that I did either I didn't follow his instructions properly or for some reason the glaives managed to hate me anyway so <laughs> yes. it is tricky it is tricky I've got uh, there's no doubt and I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want to be a brand new commander because I think a couple of times of a newer commander who's gone out of their way to get all of that stuff together to do the things that they need to do a couple of times of um, just being mauled to death by glaives when you're not perfectly um you're not um, adequate in getting away or doing the things or doing all of those recommend recommended movements. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna put someone off doing it for a really long time. I just feel it was maybe a little bit misguided not to include uh, power regulators or some or some kind of random commodity commodity that people could also buy. Yeah, but the the main problem with that is, of course, is then every nobody does. True. The 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 difficult one, the Ogle for the easy option, and that's that's the problem. I don't mind one of these kind of um, really difficult ones, you know, ones with a, a, a high entry bar. I don't mind with one of these uh, CGs once in a while, uh, you know. So once every I don't know three four months or something like that, which this one has been. Is it? It's if the next CG is going to be an, another one of the same difficulty, then I begin to feel, ooh, that, that, is, that, that is pushing people away. I can appreciate that. Yeah, because, because I mean, I do, I, I, I know what you mean about the social side of the, uh, the CGs. Sometimes when you fly into a, a, a CG system, the, it's great to see the chat window flying with loads of people discussing it. And um, there's, there's also the, the fun, well, <laughs> inverted commas, fun of having to deal with any uh, body who's the, just there for the, uh, uh, for the easy kills. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel that every once in a while you need one to say yeah, that this this is for the for the people that have been playing a lot <laughs> for the more for the more veteran commanders. Fair enough. Call, call me elitist. No, 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 absolutely, absolutely not. And I, 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 I oh, how about then? Something like this going, oh, we, we want we want to receive these um Titan materials in these systems. But then what about also like a protection mission as well? Like mm. uh, like um uh, something running alongside which may in the future, um, if you if you've har if you've ended up high getting um getting the um the the rewards for that, you know. Mm. Um yeah, and I, I guess a, a sort of a, a Just pirate a bit of bounty hunting. Yeah, yeah bounty hunting in, in the system. In, in, the, in the system where you drop things off. Yes, I can understand that. Just something to get people involved, I suppose. But I, I don't know. It, it's just that sometimes I do feel that in order to get the plot along or just a you need a difficult one from time to time and, and it totally makes sense that if they if they that they need these titan materials to make mm. the make the research it it entirely makes sense there's no um the, the i'm not arguing with that it, it just it just felt 
it just left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because I knew people that wouldn't be able to. I always, I always do that thing where I go, that I can do this. That's great, but um, can Katie do this? And I always look at the things that Katie can do and what she's able to do and what she's done so far in the game as a newer player, as someone, um, as someone who struggles with thing with with um, the things and doesn't like the whole like grind for unlocking stuff. Um, and then if I feel like this isn't something that Kate will be able to do, I'm just kind of like, this is really annoying. Yeah, I, don't I mean. Know. I would say that, right, okay, this has been the difficult one. If the next one they do is just as difficult, then, I'd, like I said, I'll be a bit, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But for, for, for once in a while, it's fine by it's fine by for myself. Ben? Well, I mean, this boils down to, if you remember when, when the Titans first came in, mm-hmm. I asked the CMs, Okay, fine. We're getting this, and it's a bit of a ball ache to get to at the moment. It requires a a wee amount of effort. Will things be getting? Will the grind be getting less? And obviously, obviously, they can't say, and they couldn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where, if for sake of argument, the what I would have liked to have seen was before this this came about, you had the ability to maybe buy the modules you needed for a couple of million. Rather than for the grind, well, or you could buy a light version of the module, um, and that would have allowed people to do it without having to go off and get all the engineering stuff that they needed, but they're paying credits for it. You see, and this then is more people could have done the C- CG. <sighs> you see, yeah, well, this, this is the thing, Ben. I mean, up to that point, I was actually with you because, well. When I when I found out what we were going to go into the, into the maelstrom, yeah. I was at the same point you all. I had to go and and I thought, oh god, that means I've got to go into the caustic cloud and get the bits I need in order to get the the caustic launch of the the caustic sinks in order to go to the mm. next stage. Now I was dreading that. I really was dreading it. I thought it was going to be an absolute ball ache, but then I found out actually it's really fun. I know, I was I would on the be with you on this, and if I had a spare four hours for a week or a weekend to actually mm. go ahead and do it, I'd have done. I'd have tried to do what's required to get myself into into there. Um, I've had approximately one four hour slot available to me since the Maelstroms came into being, and I know I'm not the only one. And yes, I'm going. Wow, wow, wow. What about me? Yeah, 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 I can. I heard it. I heard um, it in your voice. Yeah, <laughs> but then that, that's why you know, like, I do feel this should be inclusive. The thing, the thing for and me, I agree with what Psychic's saying about you. Know, can Katie do it? Me, I'm fine with it being exclusionary until they put like a community goal. I'm fine with I'm fine with the exclusionary um, nature of it. I'm fine with the fact that if you want to go and see it, you have to go and you have to go and grind, and you have to go and do all of those things. But as soon as it becomes a, um, as soon as it becomes something that, that they're inviting, um, inviting all com- all of the community to take part in, then that's when I have a problem with it. Okay, clearly, psycho cow. <laughs> Excuse me. I think one of the things with the the CGs is that you know it's, it's usually stories involved with it and all that kind of thing. So it's kind of one of those things I tend to sort of not get too involved in unless I've been 
kind of uh, caught up in the the story uh, and the run up to it. So an awful lot of the stuff kind of leaves me cold. But the engineering left me cold for a while, uh, and I'm wondering if they couldn't scope a CG where it was the grind, so you actually got rewarded for the grind. So rather than you needing to have done the grind and collected the piece and piece the bits and pieces, if the CGs led you through that. One, it would help direct you as a player who maybe is uh, time poor and you only get on at the certain times and you haven't got that... Uh, well, for example, today it took me hours to work out where to go. I couldn't find clear articles telling me where to go to pick up these missions to go down and to see the, the sort of Thargoid skimmers and, and to get involved in that. So I had to spend an awful lot of time going around in circles, failing miserably and getting interdicted, hyperdicted and getting all that. And the, how difficult that stuff is, is awesome. I mean, I'm in a, a sort of AX build that I've paid bits and pieces for, haven't done much engineering, and it does it does just well enough to keep me alive long enough that I can get to the end results that I'm looking for. But if you were don't have that time and you're in here to enjoy the game... It might be nice if a CG was an, an, a learning process for the greater few people out there to, to lead you through it. And then at the end result of that CG is that you then have collected what you need for the end results or for the prize that can then lead into the next one. As opposed to you've got to go away, research, find out what you've got to grind for, where you're going to go and get it, where you're going to get that engineering done, where you're going to get the module from, and then come and join the CG. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> so it's that kind of disappointment when you haven't got the abundance and I have somebody who had a massive abundance of time three years ago and could spend every hour of every day playing the game and thoroughly get in there and now I find myself in a situation where I, I get the odd day where I've got a lot of time when I can get stuck into it and then I have an awful lot of days where I, I just don't want to fire up the game because of that complexity. I, you, you know, the the time involvement, investment you need to make in Elite to get a bit of joy back can be quite difficult if you've not got a group of friends to jump in with, because then it's instant. But if you're trying to achieve something, that grind can be off-putting. And I think if a CG led you or handheld you through a grind, that might actually be useful. Interesting, interesting results there. Interesting thoughts. I think. Um, you mean sort of doing a CG before you need something like a really easy CG to give you the materials to do a difficult one later? Yeah, something like that where you you can pre- obviously it can be story linked and related. It doesn't have to just be here you go you get the prize. It can be about a case of collecting stuff, and in that process you're actually doing the bit that you don't know how to do. Mm. Mm. Chris, you've got you've got some thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, Grant kind of covered a lot of what I was going to say there. I mean, something like a really cool chained mission that sort of tied into the Fargoid War, and by the end of it, you get given a couple of gubbins to get you started, would be great. You know, if you did that, and then you ended up with some caustic sinks, or you did whatever, and it, it put you slightly further on. I, I, I completely understand where they're coming from, and I, I understood the answers when the, the devs were on, when we had Sally and Arf on, and they said, well, how, how long do we keep it where people who have worked really, really hard to earn these modules exclusively have these modules because they've worked hard for them. Because you can imagine, you know, Colin, you've just um, got yourself all set up with the new modules and you're working your way in there and you just did it this weekend and then on Monday an article appears in Galnet and it says they're available now for 100,000 credits at, uh, you know, rescue ships. And then you'd be like, oh, 
I just spent the entire, you know, I've, I've just worked the last four weekends getting these. So I, I absolutely get it from both sides. I mean, selfishly, I'm in the position where I'm sort of time poor when it comes to doing things. And also I'm starting off from a base level that's probably a lot lower down than it should be because I've done a lot of the game and enjoyed a ton of the game without having to really do any engineering. I, you know, I, I avoided it quite heavily apart from maybe doing a bit of my frame shift drive for example but i've not really unlocked a lot of the other stuff that you need to run super cold or with a really good hull or with extra extra strong weapons so that you can defeat fargoids so i've got like a even longer hurdle to try and get myself in a position where i can even start getting the materials for the caustic sinks and, and pushing my way that way mm. And my worry, so this this CG, I, I can kind of take the, the, the CG being something tied to the Titan. I think you've got to do content with it. You can't just have the Titan sitting there and not do anything. You know, Beacons. it seems like a waste Beacons. of asset otherwise. Exactly. But my worry is that, okay, if, at what point do I need to really knuckle down and get this done? Because am I going to be massively locked out of a, a future piece of story? That's that's sort of my worry is that I'm suddenly going to be oh well, I can't enjoy any of the story now because it's now got to such a level that I, I, it's just going to seem unconquerable for me to get in there. Yeah, I've got the same feeling because that's the reason I'm doing the caustic cargo uh, hmm. unlock, and yeah, I'm looking at that thinking, oh lord, what have I got to do? But yeah, it's it's um, yeah we've we've had a suggestion from uh, Nothrilis. Oh goodness sake um i mean he sort of said well perhaps ftf could actually let you rent a suitable ship for for this appropriate bit i just got a horrible feeling that <laughs> it'll it'll be an adder again <laughs> <laughs> i i have a, i quite like the idea of rent a ship yeah i can, I can see that working yeah I, I mean i suppose if you know it'd be, it'd be quite expensive but you know you, you, you get your you would it would give you access to the content but, and uh, the other thing that I would really like uh especially for the oh I would really like us to be able to rent storage on either on a fleet carrier or on a base hundred percent don't have oh yes yeah you're absolutely right I would especially really like for that as, a, as a feature Unlocking yeah. um, what's the the, mo- the thyroid poison neutralizer or whatever they are. Yeah, wh- yeah, whichever one it is that needed um, an yeah. actual thing, five of an actual thing that you needed to hold on to. It, it um, elite was ve- is very much co- coming to the coming to the point where um, a fleet carrier is. Uh, well, for some of these things, a fleet carrier is a necessity rather than a um, an optional. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am finding that because there's uh, when I was doing the caustic sinks the. Getting the last one, knowing that I had well, four, that yeah, the four having four in there, and my hull was down to something like twelve percent and falling. Uh, that was that was a, a squeaky bum time. Getting for me. potentially interdicted on the way home as well, I'd imagine. No, actually, surprisingly, when you're leaving Thargoid space, you don't get hyperdicted. It okay. was just when we were jumping through systems. Yes, that that's when they they took an interest. They they seem to let you go, they just don't let you coming in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, moving on from there, 
that was last Thursday when when they announced uh, who had not technically won, but who who made the most out of their CG. Um, so you, oh, how do you pronounce her name? So Oh, so I was all actually right. So Janine. Yeah, it's so uh, it's so or so uh, I don't know what hundred percent the pronunciation because I've heard it both ways. But so is Janine. Well, she's been in contact with the Order of the Far God, uh, trying to get information about the missing um, mega ship, uh, the Dedicant. Uh, now it turns out that most of the conversation that they had was guff. <laughs> Uh, because they'd be crazy, yo. Yes, yeah, pretty much. However, there was one slight possibility, and this got me excited a bit. Apparently, the interiors of Far God megaships are remodeled to make them deliberately confusing for heretics. Corridors are like insect tunnels, rooms turned to hive cells, that kind of thing. And when I told them the uh, FIA, the Federal Intelligence Agency, had already examined the ship layout while it was in custody. One cultist argued they hadn't found the secret doors. They then went on to explain that that's how Theta-7 failed to get the hyperdrive working because they were able to use these secret doors on the sacrosanct to um, sabotage his, his work. Now, that got a lot of people excited in the forums because that could mean... Mega ship interiors yeah, 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 combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw. Like, you know, you know that feeling when you're like, I don't want to get too excited about this tiny little bit of phrase that this like throwaway comment that's in one article that could mean absolutely fuck all, but it also it could mean everything. Um, <laughs> I was I was pretty much um, sat on the sofa or laying on my sofa for most of last week. Let me tell you how excited I got when I read this. I know, I know exactly the problem that we've got because we have been here so many times. And one of the things is sort of they're thinking, oh, just imagine they've got they've got these things all planned out then. That means we'll be running around trying to, oh, fantastic, CZs on megaships. Why didn't anybody think of this before? And then you think, okay, we're getting away with ourselves again. Oh. But, I don't want to hope. <laughs> but are we? Because it feels like a natural progression. Maybe not on a mega ship. Maybe in a Titan or so, mm. or something along those lines. It feels like your natural progression is going to be experiencing these winding tunnels of a Titan based on that information that they they've said. I really, I've got, I've got. <clears throat> oh, I don't. I I've got my ho- my hopes are held up. I am holding up those hopes. You are holding up those hopes. I, I must admit, I am with you, but it's just uh, my my cynical little black heart as they're going, oh, we've been here before. Oh, don't do, hope. Do, do we not feel, though, and, and again, and again, I'm being I'm being the voice of, um, of um, happy, happy I'm optimism right now. Unbridled optimism. Go but on. Then. Do we not feel, though, as of late, a lot of the clues have been there for the things that we ha- are seeing now. And I'm going to knock on wood, but are things not from the more recent updates and the things that they've added into the game, they mm-hmm. have been relatively solid. One might argue that they have been relatively <laughs> solid. 
Um, and like, because every time there's been an update or even a patch or anything, we've all been right fucking plus. Do, do you know what I mean? We're real super happy. So, yeah. um, I've, been, I've been involved in converse, conversations on the forums. Let's not go there, there it's a silly yeah. place, but uh, along this, this kind of lines because the people are com- uh, they were complaining about the uh, old features, and I was there saying, listen, um, they were complaining about the proper uh, the, the issues that do happen with the the frontier war and i'm just there going compared to um what's happened with the old features this is really good and and you don't seem to realize how much of an improvement the thargoid war has been over releases in the past and it's well some, it's the forums you're wasting your typing well yeah obviously but um <laughs> it's it's um I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to that that little glimmer of promise and be like, <laughs> it, it also, also looking narratively, it's the natural progression of things as well. Um, you, you're not, it's not wild and insane to think that that's going to be the move going forward. Oh yeah, completely. It's just, I, I, I don't dare to hope. <laughs> I'm not saying when it'll, when it'll happen. It's probably going to be. I don't think when we're not looking at update 16, you know, but um, it might be something that, that we see next year. Okay. I actually, I was thinking update 16 or at least 17. Not not a a chance. You don't think you'll you'll get any on foot activity on, on 16. Um, Maybe more stuff with, um, with your, with your revenants and things like that. But if we're doing, if we're walking through Thargoidy, um, corridors with all the moisture sounds and all of that. We're also going to be wanting to see actual Thargoids, and I, I think, I think that that needs to be something that is built up to more than where we are at the moment. We're, we're getting a second hunter class. Mm-hmm. They come in. Um, hi- history dictates that they come in fours. So I think we've got two more updates with two more hunter classes before we even think about that. Well, there's going to be more to more to the next update than just a hunter class. Well, yeah, there's definitely going to be more stuff, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't. I don't think it's going to be the corridors that you're looking for. <laughs> no, no alien aliens. Um, uh, Those are not the points you're looking for. <laughs> well, moving on from. Uh, <laughs> talking to mad religious zealots to talking to mad mad politicians we have the presidential debate <laughs> held a live debate which um i don't know it sounds it sounds eerily familiar <laughs> we had vice president jerome archer shadow president felicia winters and entrepreneur zachary rackham all ex- have a front exchange of views about what's going to happen uh, in the election and uh, yes let's just let's just say mud was slung and some of it stuck <laughs> it's a po- it's a politician debate what more can you say I hate it. It's too real. It's like uh, it's like unca- the uncanny valley of your mind, and I don't like it. I know that that's 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 one thing you're you're looking at this thinking, life imitating art, or as any minute now, Rackham's going to say it's fake news, and then I'm out. 
he'll demand people, everybody wears red flight helmets. No, no. <laughs> Make Federation great again. <laughs> I was just going to say Maffa. Maffa. <laughs> there you go. That doesn't even make sense. That's make America fake again. Um, yeah, but you can't say MFGA, can you? Mufga. Mufga, yeah. <laughs> that really, that really helpful acronym, Mufga. I don't know. It sounds better than how the others come across. Oh no, he's a Mufga. Mufga. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't that late night Glaswegian? You motherfucker! Ah dear, I, I'm sure Grant can come up with some suggestions of what it could be. <laughs> Not putting on the spot. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that time of the week again. I think. Score alert. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arts. In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your arts. It's funny that yeah, uh, the Federal Corvette gets some love this week with the Vanguard series of paint jobs. Now, I'm not a fan of the Federal Corvette, but I must admit I am looking at these paint jobs and I'm thinking, I quite like them. I've only just noticed the fact that it's got the little Celtic stuff on the back and that's changed my opinion of them. Because I thought it was just the plain colours. And I like it. And not enough to buy it. I should mm. clarify. Not enough to buy it, but because uh, I like the other. You, you like, I like the swirly the, bits on the back. Yeah, I like the multiple other skins that I have for my Corvettes be- more. Um, but they're, they're, they're not as boring as I first thought. <laughs> not as boring as we first thought. Lovely. <laughs> that's the. That's, also, the tagline for Lave Radio. <laughs> yeah, that, I think we have a show title. We do. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. So if you enjoy your, your federal Corvette to, to look kind of different. A little bit celtic maybe. I don't know. I think the orange one looks a bit Rosa, Rosanante. Which, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll I think, take your I word think... for it. Okay, Ben, do you think it does? Do I think it looks a little bit Rosinante? Yeah, the, the, the top one. I can see what you get, The top one with the, the, the... It's the original Martian paint. Yes, that's right. Um, I can see what you're getting at there. Um, and that one, I, I don't know if those ones... Has it got slightly darker black bits at the back, maybe? Because the, the, the brass one, it's like purple and goldy bits at the back, isn't it? The, well, Celt- the Celtic bits are kind of golden. Celtic bits in the back are actually, they look as if they're made out of brass. 
They might be actually. They might. Yeah, you know, like that like goldy color that's also yeah. called. Brass. I can't see on the Vanguard Iron. I can't see the Celtic bits, but it, if it's there, it's very subtle in that photo. Mm. Yeah. Um, I see what you're getting at. Um, I have to. I thought Psychic was going to be super crazy excited about these because finally the the Corvette was going to get some love. Um, but then on first impression, she wasn't best impressed. Didn't seem but to I'm, be. I'm still not super plussed or anything. Yeah. They're, 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 they're fine. They will it's do. It's nice that the Corvette's getting some love. And we'll leave it there, yeah? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 I prefer this skin. I have the um, uh, the Hepatizen, I think, the, the, the pink and purpley one. I have it on the cutter. Um, mm-hmm. it, there's a cutter one that matches this, I believe, and I have that skin on that. It looks prettier on the cutter. I've got what a, they I, I do have. A, I've got like a swirly, uh, a swirly one on my cutter as well. I think. Yeah, the cut, the cutter one's really, really nice. Um, so, and this one isn't isn't quite. I mean, they put the swirly things where there's space to put the swirly things because she's more she's more slimline and she's got more going on in the nose. So there's more texture in the nose, so it would be more difficult for them to put something. I mean, the Vanguard's on got there. a great big slit running up the middle as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, that well, well, this particular skin does, but on the on the cutter, oh, sorry, the the Corvette, I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, on the on the cutter, it it's because uh, the nose is really smooth. It's got all that pretty. The pretty sort of like Celticy knot style. Um, it, the the cutter looks like a Welsh spoon, and I think it's really cute. The cor- um, little begins saying that the Corvette's best one is the onion head job. I don't. I, I he he uses that one all the time. I like the the um, the, the the black skin, um, the the Black Friday skin on the Corvette. I think that's really really nice. Is that just pure? Is that just plain black? Yeah, plain black. But if you if you use like a, a bright coloured engine, so a green or a pink or a purple, something like that, with the um, Black Friday skin, the colours really pop and it looks cool. Midnight mm-hmm. black. That's it. <laughs> right. Well, uh, we'll leave the Corvette uh, behind for the moment. Um, right, Psychic, You weren't here last week when we were. I wasn't. Discussing- I I know. I'm just I'm just letting people who didn't hear you last week, they will now be able to hear you because yeah. you have some opinions about the uh, um, the Frameshift Live that was released. Yeah, no, I just I just wanted to catch up with it a little bit because I just thought it was I thought a I thought it was really good. I thought it was a yes. good a good show. I'm I'm hoping that the rest of you you were um, in agreement with that. But what, you um, didn't listen to last week's show. I, I don't listen to the show when I'm on the show, Colin. Thinking that I'm going to listen to shows that I'm not on. Um, that that's a joke, obviously. <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, I have to say that it's a joke. Attention, we have someone digging her way through. For, for, uh, either, anyway, um, I just I thought it was a really good show, and I thought it was a. Um, I thought the reveal of the new glaive was really good. Uh, not the new glaive, the new hunter class. Let's call it. Let's call it what it's called. Let's call it the scythe. Um, yeah. Poor Max let that one slip. I don't. I. I think he's. <sighs> I think 
bless him, he thought he was being sneaky and clever, and he um, he was he he just wasn't. But I thought it was a really good show. I thought um, it was really it was really informative, um, and um, it's made me again excited for update update sixteen. Sixteen is that what we're on? Yep. Um, one thing that did surprise me was that how quickly update 16 was arriving mm. because i didn't expect anything really until november i was expecting right this there'll be some a couple of small changes i was expecting them uh to be able to flip a few switches and all of a sudden the the thargoids start expanding again and uh and you know that's going to be it and of course the glaive now that it's in the game has just it is a game changer when you're trying to do stuff uh, and I thought they were going to leave it at that, but um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm surprised that uh, we're going to get it so soon. So that means, in my mind, update 16 August, update 17th November. Potentially. Mm. Potentially, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um count chickens etc but um what was it it was first week in august wasn't it they they said yes. it was gonna it yeah. was gonna be that's wild because we talked about it and i and i wasn't it a couple of weeks ago and i was like didn't they say that the update was coming in august and you all went no they didn't they said that we'd have a date for you and they were going to say when the next frame shift live was and it was going to be later than that and i was i was 100 percent certain they said it was going to be in august so when they said it was the first it was the first week in august mm -hmm. i was shocked because i was thinking it was going to be the end of august um as normal things as things normally are but that's just that's just really really soon and if we do get something something in august then november would be right as far as looking at looking at the the update 15 when when did that come out when was update 15 two well, months ago yeah about that i mean it it works out that we'll be getting what 15 16 and 17 this year that's pretty cool yeah. Good game though to be fair <laughs> If, if you again on the forums, if you believe people, oh dear! If only if if only they weren't updating it all the time, um, then we would fully be able to cement its place in the ground as a dev game. Um, it, yeah, that's really um, I that's really interesting that it's um that it's August, um that and its potential for more updates, November November time, and then a lovely a lovely winter break, um. Mm -hmm. I saw Phoenix Blue saying there that he hopes that they hope that they're not working the development teams too hard. Um, they don't seem to be. <laughs> I think he might have been being sarcastic, but I'm not sure. All right, fair enough. Uh, no, I we don't. I don't think that they were in this instance. I think they um, they were um, very. I think it's. I think it's important. I, I think Frontier are pretty are pretty good with the with their staff. I don't think they push them as us hard yeah so yeah i mean we had tom we had max uh they 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 spilt the tea about uh most most of the the things about the glaive which uh <laughs> uh we were winding gn tracks about a lot of <laughs> over the last couple of weeks again i apologize <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so funny, it was almost ready to pop. Oh. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, so it was nice to see that, and then they seem to be grinning at how uh, sadistic that blasted ship can be, which, <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was a bit difficult pill to take when I was trying to do the, the CG, I'll tell you. But, um, yeah, I mean, as usual, uh, uh, Sally and Arf managed to hold it together reasonably well. <laughs> Not too many fluffs. But, yeah. The, fir- the first half of the, half of the show was a little bit chaotic. A little bit like our... Um, Are you saying Lee Radio show. levels of professionalism? No, no, no. It, it was Obviously it was better than Lee Radio levels of professionalism. That doesn't... Like, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel and we found the hole in the bottom of the barrel and we're hitting the ground underneath it. But, um... Yeah, it was it was a, it was a little bit full and chaotic, and that's fine. <laughs> Sometimes it just has to be. Yeah, well, like I said, we've now got. Um, it does seem to be one a month for the next uh, few months uh, until Christmas, and yep, we're probably looking at about the third week in every month. So, uh, so will we have like a fun Halloween update and then another? Well, like a Halloween thing happen, and then another um, another update on the back of that. Well, what they're saying is that they're the the one in October, which is I think about the fifteenth. They're saying this is the beginning of the Halloween season. So, <laughs> love it. Good, goodness knows what happens. It's like <laughs> Christmas. It's like Christmas, but um, more so because it's Halloween and it's better. Arguably, one might say. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Drinking for sargoids. Is that what we do? Yes, yes. That's what the that's what the custard's for. We're going to end up um, we're going to end up sargoid bobbing. <laughs> that that's the um, the way it will finish. Oh right, so that's what the new limpets are for, is it? Uh-huh, right, okay. uh-huh. Sar- sargoid bobbing. Yeah, the the new um, the the limpets, the sargoid limpets that the that the scythe has. Oh, that's going to be a tricky thing for me to say. Um, the the limpets that the 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 scythe has are um, are, are there purely for um, aesthetical purposes because they make good good Halloween decorations. <laughs> so they, were, uh, they were green and orange, weren't they? It was a bit was a red. It was a red. I'm just going to ignore that. God damn it! More Christmassy. Is bobbing for thargo in the thargoid custard? Is that what we're doing? Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> There's your show title. <laughs> right. <Well done. laughs> now, uh, while all this has been going on, uh, we have had Ben in the background being experimented on uh, as as part of the research for um, uh, for the, our question of the week, which is. The crew would like to know what is the most creative way you've been able to kill a player or NPC in Elite Dangerous. So let, let's check in with, with Ben. How many times have you been able been killed? I've so far? successfully been killed once by Chris, who actually was kind of reproducing one of my favourite scenes from when we were doing the Elite RPG. Yes. Um, when I know uh, when we we're doing the Elite RPG. Um, there was a lovely 
a lovely scenario where I was in my anaconda and the the rest of the guys were basically trying to get it, get away from security and I couldn't shoot them, so I just started basically playing whack a security guard with my anaconda in the docking bay. And Chris decided and I successfully did the roles and squished security, didn't squish our own guys, and everything was good. Um and Chris successfully and very happily managed to squish me with his um diamond back you got, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, it, it turns out you cannot cargo scoop, Ben. Yeah, you it's can't cargo scoopable. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not scoopable, but I am squishable. I don't were you trying to squish me or was that just a happy accident? It was kind of a happy accident. I was trying to line up the the cargo scoop because I thought that's where the cargo would jettison from. So I wanted right. to have it angled right mm-hmm. to get you. Um, but then I accidentally booked you with a several ton ship. Several ton spaceship. <laughs> several ton um. spaceship. I mean, albeit the diamond back is a small dainty creature, it is a several ton small dainty creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that that worked as it did. I'm, by the way, for yourself, Arcade, and uh, Siberius, I'm having to go to Turjack boarding site now because the taxi company won't actually take me where we were. Oh, because you're, you're notorious. <laughs> I'm notorious, so I had to go to prison. Yes. So you'll have to come I'm notorious because Arcade tried shooting uh, packhounds at me at Lave Station, and somehow I'm the one who got a record. Um, I also got to... Sorry. He's got a record for basically making a squishy mess on somebody's ship. Fighting him for making a mess. What was beautiful about this was Lave Station basically started shooting down all of Arcade's packhounds. Oh, and cool. it did a hell of a job. That was that looked absolutely awesome. Uh, the sad news is none of his packhounds made it into the station. You know, if I was a civilian of Life Station or whatever, I'd be very happy by this. But from our, we want to make the world burn. I wanted to see a big missile go in and go boom. Um, that didn't happen so well, though, unfortunately. Mm. Um, wow. But well, it was. I was very impressed seeing Life Station actually. You know, it's point defense cannons basically shot down all the pack and that was awesome to see. Excellent. Um, I hope we got some good footage. We tried. I don't know if we actually managed. It, oh, it all got a bit chaotic bit. as well. Yes. And I've also got to apologize to Siberius, who uh, did not get cargo scoop, but did get accidentally missiled when I was destroying my scrap that I'd left <laughs> on the planet side. So genuine, genuine apologies to Siberius. <laughs> if you've got any scrap left, Chris, uh, feel free to try and drop some on me at... Turjack boarding site now. Turjack boarding site. Uh, I will see what I have got left. How much have I got left? I've got four tons left. That's all you need. It only takes one ton. Yeah, go, go drop them on Ben. See if, see if we get any luck. Um, well, going through the list, we've got Alec Turner. Um, <laughs> he performed an assassination mission by lobbing a Thargoid sensor at the guy who was killed by its caustic effect. <laughs> He's managed to kill himself by hurling his SRV into the air with his ship and then trying to catch it again, which uh, he's actually supplied a video to it. Yeah, so. I think he's got videos of both of these um, things going on. Alec Turner with his finger on the pulse and recording that for his reproof. 
Amazing. Yeah. Get well soon, Alec. We hope to have you back soon. <laughs> um, we've got Happy Moon Monkey. My first player kill was in the Odyssey Alpha with an electro charge gun. I think we even acknowledged each other beforehand by crouching, and then they turned to a terminal, turning their back at me, and I thought, <laughs> why not? I get, I get the distinct impression that this was an accidental one then. So he was just like, okay, let's let's nip up to this bloke. We, we've acknowledged each other. We, we're acknowledging that we are in the space, and now I'm just going to go, well, let's see if this does anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I, w- I wonder if this massive electrical plot prod will do something. It's wild. <laughs> it's like there. Uh, I've got a screwdriver. I wonder what will happen if I put this screwdriver into a plug. It's letting the intrusive thoughts win. <laughs> oh, dear. Commander Homburger tells us at 237 Aram has managed to kill guards by settlement doors. So the door stays open, and then they send a dumb fire in through the door to kill a technician. Um, he's tried, but it hasn't managed yet. That's I don't know. That that's aiming womp rats, isn't it? Something like that. Uh, gonna have to try that one. Uh, Elram retorts. <laughs> how about running over NPCs indoors with the scarab? I have. Yeah, have you, yeah, that's got to be. You've got That's got to have been a bug. That's got to have been. I've accidentally glitched myself in. Ah, well, I guess we're killing everyone. Um. Well, Darren's actually claimed something. I haven't actually had a chance to see it. Um. It's a copy clip. It's something that he said or or did on a, or redeemed on a um, an unusual cupcake stream that um resulted in their unfortunate demise. Um, and Darren is claiming that he yeah. was the um the manipulator of that particular um, occurrence. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll catch up with that one later, I guess. Uh, Spatula007. I've explored almost every way you can rebuy, and I still think my favourite deaths are getting yeet, yeeted by the Coriolis station with the hammers. I think that's basically when the, 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 the hammers... hammers. The what? It's the noob hammers on, you know, the big st- stations oh, with the noob hammers on them. The noob hammers. I thought it was the hammers of Slal trying to do their, their spinny thing. Oh, it could be. I was assuming noob hammers. I, 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 think, I, I think it's the noob hammers. Oh, right. So basically, um, they're just waiting for the noob hammer to come around and give them a good... Whack them. Amazing. Yep. I've only lost one. I've lost a T6 to the noob hammers when I was a noob. <laughs> it's it's amazing you're just flying along there going I'm happy what's this big thing moving towards me bang I've never done that I've never ever done that but I have lost my I did lose um, a cutter to the back of my fleet carrier because I swear to god the fleet carrier came out of fucking nowhere and my cutter went straight into the back of it and I think I'd just been doing a hoarding CG um, yeah so and I was in um I was in um, PG and I didn't have shields on and I went straight into the back of it. And I think there's, I think there's a clip somewhere and I just go, oh no, <laughs> as it happens, because I didn't realise it's so much rebuy. 
We're, we're going to have to ask one of the buckyball ballers to actually say, right? There's a you've got to you've got to do something around around the noob hammers, um, just so that you can say, oh, I'm, nobody saw where that hammer came from, <laughs> just as they were they were coming in for the final straight. Ah, not that I'm being sadistic about <laughs> about planning out routes. And the other one was, oh yes, dropping bio waste by his carrier, an NPC stealing it, and me trying to get it back with a hatchbreaker on his own carrier, which then proceeded to murder him. With a hatch by his car? Oh no! Yeah, his carrier, his own carrier, shot him down. Is that actually allowed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your carrier doesn't. You so your carrier doesn't recognise you as a, um, as a person of any uh, merit <laughs> or anything along those lines. So because he doesn't like recognise you, I wish there was a um, a uh, a moment when you when you get to your carrier instead of it just going hello commander. I wish it went like hello captain or hello. Um, we've mm. reserved your um, your pad for you, or just something, or just something where it's like acknowledging that you are in fact the owner of this particular um, yes. fleet carrier. But it doesn't. So if you do anything nefarious around your own fleet carrier, um, they will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's sort of. Oh well, he's liquidated his shares then. Um, yeah, I, I love this one from a cow for all seasons. Uh, I found a player AFK, uh, AFK above Farsia. I shot at their drives, gave them a push, and down they went. Technically, the ground killed them, not me. I, I mean... <laughs> That's like saying, oh, I pushed him off a building, but I'm not guilty. The of ground murder. killed him. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. We've got Mad King Haster. I was hanging out in an abandoned settlement in the Pleiades once collecting logs and shooting bugs. On this particular day, there just so happened to be a commander there doing the same thing, so I tried letting him jump on, letting him jump his SRV into my covet. Well, a guide walked in at that exact moment in time, and the Thargoid weight caused my ship to slam into the ground at Mac Jesus speeds and crushed said commander. Turns out he was a Hutton orbital trucker, and this was a targ he was the target of a hide and seek manhunt event they were holding at the time. Um they sent me this, which actually is from Operation Ida, not the Hutton Truckers, it looks like. Um which they were complaining that um <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Slap wrist. That's amazing. That's amazing. The letter says, Dear Commander, in February 3305, we were made aware of an act of pure recklessness initiated on your behalf in the HR1172 system. Reliable eyewitnesses have reported you using the sidewinder of an esteemed member of Operation Ida as a landing pad. This was clearly uncalled for. Furthermore, in your carrying out of this reckless manoeuvre, the sidewinder was destroyed. Our legal team have advised us that this calls for further action. They believe a cease and desist order is necessary at this stage. However, after very little deliberation, the management have decided that this was an act that can only be classed as absolutely hilarious and is only worthy of mirth, merriment and a small reward. <laughs> I love that. I love it when people we do when people do stuff like that. It's great. They believe a cease and deceased letter. Well, let's hit them with a strong leaflet campaign then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Commander Guru nine five one. It was an accident, but I once killed a player by parking on the exam sacks 
at the exact same spot at a Guardian ruin as another player who had exploded when he logged in. So there's you, you land, and then all of a sudden, boom, all around you because someone logged in at exactly the same place. Ooh, Instinct Sing. That's wild! I didn't think that Instinct Sing could work like that if you were in the same spot. Today I've learned. Yeah. Um, Safina, um, only checks the creative part since unintentional, and thankfully no deaths. But three quarters into a year-long expedition, ships huddle together at a meet-up. We fooled around in SLFs. I forgot to tell my cutter to stay in place. It followed me, bumping into more than one fragile explorer ship. Oof. Yeah, because your explorer, explorer ships are fragile. <laughs> yeah, Jaronstad. I think that would be the time when a bunch of scavengers occupying a settlement rushed in under my cutter on the landing pad, shooting at it. Then I promptly lifted off, retracted the landing gear, and came down crashing on them. That's, that's basically a pancake splat, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a more deliberate version of what Chris basically did to me. Yeah. About the exit, did someone say ramming speed? Well, definitely not creative. It's still hilarious to do. It's even more fun when there are loads of other ships around you and you get you can need to dodge around them to hit your intended target at full boost speed. I know that's the last thing that I do. If I'm going to lose a, a one-on-one fight, I will line up with someone and boost straight into them. <laughs> do you not... Maybe maybe this is just me sucking again, but yeah, I know whenever I try and deliberately ram into somebody, mm-hmm. I always wind up missing them. Yes, you're sucking. Okay. Yeah, it it that's that's um that's a pepcac issue, mate. I'm sorry. That's just that's that's a me issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I got complained at it by griefers who say, who kept us saying, "Well, you damaged my ship. Well, you killed my ship. You still won, so stop your whinging." It's the last hurrah. If I'm going down, I'm taking everyone with me. I've got to do as much damage as I possibly can. Suck it. <laughs> You've ruined my night so far, so I might as well just try and chip a bit off your ship. Oh dear. Uh, web gear. I tried, I tricked an ARXX squadron ganker into shooting at me next to a fleet carrier. Flawless victory. Ah, nice. Getting someone else's weapons to do the job. I like that. I like that. That appeals. Yeah. No Piltrius. Got to be the classic. Hit them when they're about to throw a grenade so they drop it in front of their own feet. Oh, I love it Just when they do kiss. that. Chef's kiss. Or, or shoot the barrels next to them. Oh, chef's kiss. I love that. They go, grenade. Oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> uh, and then there's water washing one in five. I Everyone take a drink. I've got no idea. With the shins. There you go. Uh, my bud used to accidentally fly his own ship and explored when piloting an SLF. It happened nearly every session. I used to watch, but by allowing it to continue, I guess I'm a bit culpable. Yeah, you, you, when, you're, when your enemy is making a mistake, you don't interrupt them. But w- when your mates are, surely, surely after the f- second or third no. time... 
Nope, you record it every time and you create a montage video 100%. every year and you send it to them every year. <laughs> That's what friends do. Friends are not the people that are there to bend over and help pick you up. They're the ones that can't move for laughing. Yeah, friends are the ones who, when when their friends are at the top of um, a, a, a Thargoid, crash Thargoid structure, and they, they've taken you to it for the very first time, and you've both driven up the side in your SRVs, and they suddenly, like, drop out to go and take a picture of said thing. Um, <laughs> you, as they're taking the picture, you just very carefully just ram them off the side. I mean, and then you you save the clip so that it's there forever of of them calling you an utter bastard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm speaking from experience there, 100. <laughs> percent Who was it? I mean, it was, I Kremen. Remember- it was Kremen. It was Kremen that I knocked off with that. <laughs> the, 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 Cal, there's one video I always remember where we were, we were trying to meet up with somebody on high g world and there's you and me and we're waiting for this person to arrive and they're very very flash clipper at the time and, and they came in too far far too fast <laughs> and just splatted all in front of us it was it was so such a long journey for them as well that was the better it was the first day that we could land on planets and oh well where are you right well yeah okay i'm almost there i'm almost there and i was like i can't see you and i can't see you and then it's like i can see you i can see you and they went they went down over the horizon and then there was this almighty explosion and then this debris flying up from this uh just over the hill and yeah, I don't think I've ever laughed so much in my life. We've been waiting for over half an hour on this freaking planet for that. Oh. It was worth it, though. Oh, my goodness. It just, yeah. I mean, uh, friends are the kind of people that bet you a can of beer that you won't dive off the top of the Olympic dive board in a swimming pool and then deny knowing you as you slowly float to the surface. What do you mean? They tell you to dive off when there's no water in there. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, see, the interesting thing was, it was one of these places where you come in and then you go down four or five flights of stairs to the pool. And when you're at the top diving board, you're above the entrance. And that should really be a clue that it's a bad idea. And it's the kind <laughs> of uh, jump that you start to think, have I not hit the freaking water yet? Where the hell is it? And that's the point that you look down and then... Yeah, then you feel pain, uh, there's water dripping off the clocks, there's people fully dressed up at the entrance, not very happy because they're soaked. And <laughs> yeah, your your friends are already out the pool and <laughs> the shower just... No, don't know. Leaving don't you know. to it. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. I didn't even get my, didn't even get my beer. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. So thank you, everybody, who has put in these creative suggestions, which um, I think we'll have to come up with the only Radio Darwin Award for some of these. I reckon, um, what do you reckon, a top ten list? Yeah, definitely. Top ten list. Does it, <laughs> does it have to be killing other players? Because I don't tend to ever, I mean, it, it really isn't accidentally killing other players. I'll, you know, I'll aim at somebody and uh, for some reason I've got my uh, my firing gun order to be rocket launcher first and you go for the quick fire and you blow everybody up. But I think I, I've, I've enjoyed things like being dropped by a dropship literally in orbit. 
and sort of staring at the settlement, getting closer and closer as I plummet through the atmosphere. That was fun. Um, jumping into geezers and getting blown up that high as well. So I'm really, really good at getting myself killed, but I don't think that really counts, does it? Yeah, well, maybe we need a, a, a kind of generic session more like a, a lay radio, dumb ways to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're, we, we're people who send us your videos of dumb ways that people you know or yourself have expired, and we will rate them. <laughs> we, we will, we're, we're, on, our, on our podcast, we will rate your videos. Yes, definitely. Great idea, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Ah uh, dear! Or oh, we will recommend people to 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 view them. That's that right? Shout outs then, I guess. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday from eight thirty. You can tune in at twitch.tv Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. Just as a side note, um, I'd just like uh, to say. Uh, to uh, Vintian over there at uh, Hunt and Orbital Truckers. His um, tribute to Michael Brooks was very moving. I, I thought it, he managed to articulate exactly how a lot of us was feeling, but unable to put it into words. Uh, I thought that was wonderful. Um, for the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, uh, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. Oh, and uh, help with the uh, the problem that they've got on the issue tracker as well if you can um, we're also giving shout outs to the other couple of Elite Dangerous podcasts uh, hello to the Guard Frequency and of course hello to the Loose Screws as well um, following this we do have the latest Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude and we'd just like to thank everybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat and also everyone who's tried to kill Ben has there been a lot of, of people trying to kill you, Ben? I know a few. Are we talking about in-game or real life? If we're talking about in-game, I've been joined by Siberius and, and Arcade. Uh, Arcade, neither neither of them managed to kill us. Uh, the only person who did kill me was one was our, our co-host, Mr. Turner. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so yeah, that shows you who your friends are, doesn't it? Uh, Wintermute GB has suggested that um, this this category that we this section that we're going to call it is called the Lave Grave Awards. <laughs> That's fantastic, right? Um, well, special thanks, of course, go to Commander Tokoso, JN Tracks, and Alan Stroud, who have all created music for the show. But that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can find us at in the contact links at home slash contact us at our website. Um, do let us know if you've got any questions uh, or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. We'll probably be coming out with a question of the week over the weekend, which you can all join in in. Um, Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Grant. Thank you. This is where you say thank you, Grant. Yeah, he, he's is not it? used to the yeah, he's yeah. not used to the new format. I forgot. It's, it's, been, it's been a while. and yeah, it's, It sounds awfully nice. <laughs> yeah, it's called politeness, Grant. We've tried to we've tried to yeah, we fail all the time. On a Scottish podcast? Are you kidding me on? 
I remember being told in my training course for work that if you were sworn at by a customer, you, you, you could down tools and refuse to work there. And I said, I'll work in Glasgow. That's how you get greeted at the door. <laughs> yes, I know that. Uh, th- 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 thank you. Editors can clear all that crap out. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, <clears throat> right. And thanks to Ben. Smeg off calling you twat. Wow. Are we just going to go for the full full on? We might as well do. Go on, Psychic. Thanks, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh Psychic's like, cost this show. Legitimately, if I'm going to call you all things, I'll do it behind your back, not to your face. Oh, well, yeah. No, actually, wait, that's the other way around. That's all the way around. I do it enough anyway. It would be disingenuous of me to do it at the end of a show. Are we going to start soon? <laughs> Yeah, it's just been the war. I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks to last night, my side. <laughs> and of course, thanks very much to the Chris Mark Four. Thanks, Grant. We say thanks, Grant, at the end. Awesome. <laughs> thanks, Grant. <laughs> thanks, You're Grant. very welcome. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Grant. Thank you, Grant. And of course, special thanks goes to today's tech specialist, Commander Ventura. You're welcome. Thanks, Grant. <laughs> So until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, thank Grant. Is your I'm going to see the galaxy. Digest 27th of June 3309. We read the news so you don't have to.
Looking back on May's and June's news, by far the biggest story has been the progress made by Aegis to get pilots into the heart of the maelstroms and to return safely with tissue samples. There were other stories too. We became able to fight back in the Thargoid-occupied grind bases. There's a new hunter-class Thargoid. The federal election grinds interminably on. And an awful lot of Thargoid cult members have vanished. At the beginning of May, we knew little about the Thargoid maelstroms other than that they appeared to be driving the Thargoid invasion of the bubble that started in December last year. Seojin A, now working with Aegis, explained that the Thargoids had invaded for a very specific purpose following the genocide attempted on them by Azimuth scientist Salvation in August 3308. She could not say what the purpose was, but they seemed to be trying to take over the bubble, starting at the eight maelstrom clouds and working outwards. Those fighting the invasion gradually worked out that the best tactic was to prevent the Thargoids from invading populated systems by making them feel unwelcome in every system that they started investigating. The number of systems controlled by Thargoids seems to have peaked, but nonetheless they continue to hold more than 1,000 systems, 160 of which were previously the home to a human population. The newly reformed Aegis believed that the key to understanding the invasion must be those eight maelstroms, and they spent the last few months developing the technology to get to the heart of the maelstroms and to conduct scientific fieldwork. Caustic sink launchers, which prevent ships from melting in the caustic Thargoid gases, have been available since March, but it wasn't until May that Aegis developed the Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer that meant that ships could get to the eye of the maelstroms. Once again, Surgeon A warned that the Thargoids could detect our imminent arrival and were preparing new lines of defence against us. Around the 10th of May, reports began to emerge of sightings of the much-anticipated Titan motherships inside the maelstroms. The maelstrom environment appears to be a passive defence surrounding the mothership or hive ship. And the Titans appear to contain a portal to another dimension, allowing Thargoid vessels such as interceptors and the new glaive hunters to teleport to the system. More prosaically, the apparent portals may simply be entries to the Thargoid docking bay. Professor Albertesro sent a message to all pilots thanking them for their work and looking to the future. Now we have positively identified the capital ships directing the alien invasion fleets, Aegis can develop ways to disrupt them. It has always been my belief that Aegis is a science initiative first and a military research program second. I admit to having a personal dream of true communication with the Thargoids, but the past few months suggest that the Thargoids are sadly uninterested in opening a dialogue with humanity. We owe the billions of civilians displaced from their homes a promise to secure their future. The next Aegis project was to develop a Pulsewave Xeno scanner, a hybrid between the Pulsewave scanner used when mining and the Xeno scanner used to analyse Thargoid interceptors and scouts. 
this new device can scan the Titan motherships, identifying areas that can be investigated using research limpets or that can have materials blasted off with a laser or an abrasion blaster. In mid-June, Azimuth biochemicals, recently driven out of the One Drama system, realised it was missing out on all the work its rival Aegis had been doing. It put out an appeal at the same time as Aegis's appeal for research samples from the Titans. Pilots who, this time last year, were working with Azimuth, returned in large numbers to help the Aegis initiative. Both Aegis and Azimuth collected a reasonable haul of Titan samples, and we await whatever developments may result. First identified in the Eye of the Maelstroms, the Glaive Hunter-class Thargoid ship has become a significant hazard to shipping. The Glaives are playing their part in the hyperdiction and interdiction of ships passing through Thargoid space. Unlike the other Thargoid ships, the Glaives cannot be outrun, making them far more deadly. They also have technology to prevent hyperspace jumps, the alien Grom Bomb, and to force modules to reboot. The options available to those hyperdicted are to go very, very cold and hope the Thargoid doesn't notice, or to stand and fight. When confronted by a glaive, brave Sir Robin does not live to fight another day. The other new Thargoid device is the apparently automated Revenant drones that were found to be guarding abandoned settlements in Thargoid control systems. These skimmer-like devices shoot at anyone foolish or careless enough to come within their cone of seeing. They also throw sticky bombs, which is not terribly nice. For those who prefer not to fight the Revenants, it's normally relatively easy to sneak in and out of buildings while the Thargoids are looking the other way. Missions can be picked up in adjacent systems that are under invasion and benefit both the system where you get the mission and the system you need to travel to. President Zachary Hudson is not standing for re-election. Imagine the outcry there will be if he manages to find some devious way to cling on to power but his potential successes are not all that enticing either. There's multi-trillionaire Zachary Rackham, who allegedly made his fortune as a pirate before settling down to life as a businessman. Rackham believes in zero taxes for all and that every single citizen of the Federation can be just like him. His platform, therefore, is one of bankrupting the Federation. Slimy so, Jerome Archer, the successor as Hudson's deputy to Brad Mitchell, who was killed by the Nine Martyrs bombings, is the architect of the Proactive Detection Bureau, the federal government's snoopers charter. He has been responsible for the loss of several dozen star systems that chose to leave the Federation rather than put up with being spied on. The PDB specialises in arresting criminals before they have committed any crimes, which puts them way above the law. The only likely winner, if we discount would-be write-in candidate LCU no fool like one, is Shadow President Felicia Winters. As leader of the Liberal Party, she believes that the Federation should help out its independent neighbours in driving out the Thargoids, that business should be regulated, 
but that the people should be trusted and that a small tax rise will help pay for better services and security for the Federation's citizens. The election will be held in August. Meanwhile, in Imperial space, the only news is that the Emperor remains torn between her isolationist stance and the Empire working with Aegis to drive the Thargoids back. The Emperor accepted Princess Ashling's argument that this was one occasion where the Empire could not go it alone. Hadrian Duval, the arch-isolationist, has criticised the Emperor for this lapse in the Empire's total isolation. And the Emperor has in turn explained to Hadrian that she does not take criticism gladly, and that if he wishes to retain the use of his head, he would be wise to keep his seditious thoughts to himself. In June, the Order of the Far God came back into the headlines. The Order is outlawed in the Federation, and several tens of thousands of cult members have been clogging up the Federation's penal organs for some months. The Alliance kindly offered to take in the cult members, and it was while the more extreme True Chapters cultists were being prepared for transfer to the Alliance on board their confiscated megaship, the Dedicant, that the cult members decided to confiscate the megaship back and run away with it. Their whereabouts, and the whereabouts of the Federal Guards, who failed rather spectacularly in their guarding duties, are currently unknown. However, we have recently learned that the Fargoid megaships contain a warren of secret passages, so it may not have been all that hard for them to take their guards by surprise. Where does this leave us all? We continue to fight back the Thargoids. We're waiting to see what Aegis and Azimuth come up with now that they have their Titan tissue samples. We're awaiting the outcome of the federal election in August, with all the excitement it deserves. We're waiting to see what the true chapters do next, and indeed whether they'll reveal themselves. And we're waiting to see whether Salvation really did survive his death, to become an evil, disembodied intelligence relying on Guardian technology for his existence. We are waiting. And that's May's and June's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Makes it alive. Um, well, <laughs> we, wow, wow! I know. We all know that at one moment Frontier could just flip a switch, and then all that would be just. What? Oh, thank you, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I think Grant left his mic on. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Yeah. He sings well when he's toast. Excellent. Uh, At least he's not singing from the loo. You, 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 you know that? The microphone no. reach into his garden. <laughs> Good point. At least turn red light off.
Also, wouldn't it be a bit more echo? He's also talking to Alexa. <laughs> yeah, but the worrying thing is, he's telling Alexa to turn the red light off. <laughs> we know you're back, Cal. We can hear you talking. Roxanne. Roxanne! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was money! Clem's got a base. Wow. <laughs> It's good. It's 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 apparently so. This this button does absolutely nothing. Then apparently, mm. apparently so. <laughs> ah. so once we oh. we'll start the show, right? I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get, I'm sure we'll get this again. show underway. <laughs> Why? Is this how you're making extra money now, Grant? But turn, turn the services off. Oh yeah, I was out busking in the street doing yeah, um, my dodgy versions of fucking Pink Floyd. We heard. It's good though. It's my neighbours love me. <laughs> Somebody's got to. <laughs> <laughs>